You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter, Gregor Chisholm. And, Gregor, we're about a week out from opening day. We're finally there. Are you uh, ready to head back north of the border? Yeah, it's gonna. It's, it's about that time. You know, it's it's an interesting year because the Jays are, are starting down here in, in Tampa, so it, it's almost a continuation of spring training in a way. But it'll be good to see some meaningful baseball. That's for sure. All right, and with about a week to go, the decisions start to kind of trickle in as far as how this roster will finally shape up. And let's start with that starting rotation officially. Sanchez, a member of that rotation. Um, although maybe not the whole season. I saw you had a tweet that he could eventually end up in the bullpen just because of an innings issue for a young pitcher getting stretched out. But is this the best-case scenario, having Aaron Sanchez start the year in the rotation? It really is, and it's the big upside play uh, that the Blue Jays have as well. I mean, uh, we don't know exactly high how high Aaron Sanchez's ceiling is, but we know that it's up there. Uh, and Gavin Floyd... Uh, could have been, uh, you know, a, a reliable fifth starter, but he doesn't have the same kind of upside that Aaron Sanchez does. And, and Sanchez has been talked about for a long time as a, as a possibility to become a, a frontline starter, and now he's going to get the opportunity to to put that development in, in motion. And that's something that couldn't really be said the last couple of years. He did begin uh, the season last year in the rotation, but it was a brief stint before he got hurt. Um, and there's just so much to like about the skill set that he brings to them. All comes down to command. He's shown that uh, towards the end of his time as a starter last year. Uh, that's carried over into the spring this year. And as long as he's able to keep the walks uh, to a relative minimum, I think he's going to have a lot of success, success in, in the back end of Toronto's rotation this year. So Sanchez into the rotation. And then Drew Hutchison, I guess, insult to injury. He gets hit in the head by a thrown ball on Sunday by A.J. Jimenez, and then he gets reassigned to the minors on Monday. First off, is he okay, and how is he going to handle this move to the minors? Yeah, he's okay. Uh, you know, it was it was a really scary incident when he got hit in the head. You know, you, you immediately start thinking about guys like Jay Happ, who, who had comebackers uh, to the mound and had to miss significant periods of time. So obviously, you're always worried about concussions. Um, you know, he shook it off seemingly right away. And he said if it was a regular season game, he actually would have tried to, to fight to stay in the game. Jays weren't going to do that, but uh, he's fine, and, and, and that's a good sign for the Jays. Uh, Hutchinson's going to have an important role in this team at some point, uh, and that's something that he's going to have to keep in mind. Uh, there's no doubt uh, that he's disappointed about this news. He probably saw it coming with all the talk over the last couple of weeks about it being between Sanchez and Floyd. Um, but he's someone who's going to need to respond well because he's going to become – uh, you know, a vital piece of this organization at some point. As we all know, you need more than five starters to get through a season. Uh, Hutchison is either going to be the first or second in line to get a start, uh, you know, when the need arises. Uh, so he's going to need to be ready. And, and basically what he needs to do is continue what he did in spring training. And, and that's what we saw. Some, we saw a better uh, slider from him this spring. We saw improved command. He's going to need to continue to build on that uh, to overcome last year's disappointing season and, and become a factor again at some point in the rotation. Gregor, the Blue Jays also claimed Jesus Montero off of waivers, uh, the once top prospect, once with the Yankees, and then he was traded over to the Mariners, and the Mariners finally put him on waivers. Uh, still just 26 years old. What is the Blue Jays' thoughts and, and plans for Jesus Montero? 
Well, I think what they're going to try and do with him is, is what we've seen some other teams do around this time of year, whereas they claim him off waivers, and then they're probably going to put him through the waiver process again. It, it just doesn't seem like uh, he has a clear path to the big leagues with his organization right now. He's out of options on his contract, so he cannot be sent to the minors without clearing waivers. That's why he was uh, available for nothing in the first place. And I, I think what the Jays are hoping to do is that you know they claim him on waivers, they help to put him through that again and, and hope that he clears. I think the only way that he makes this team on opening day uh, is if Edwin Encarnacion suffers some kind of setback in his return from an oblique injury. The, new, the, po- the, the news there is positive, though, so it seems like Encarnacion is going to play an opening day. Uh, if that does end up being the case, and I just don't really see uh, a way that uh, Montero can, can make this team, uh, at least at the beginning of April, so they're probably going to try and get him to the minors. Interesting roll of the dice for Blue Jays because Montero wants a guy with with really good power potential, but just couldn't put it together and, and had some issues off the field as well as far as, I guess not off the field, but out of shape a little bit in Seattle. Um, but a new, who knows, a new franchise, a new look, who knows what could happen. You mentioned Encarnacion uh, made his spring debut on Monday in the minor league side of things, but uh, what are the reports from him getting out on the field for the first time? Reports were good, you know, just talking to him after uh, you know the, the spring training game here today and you know, there's some encouraging signs there. It's impossible to read anything into the results, but, you know, he did hit a home run. I uh, went one for three with a walk, so you you, could, you saw a little bit of plate discipline there. Uh, you saw a little bit of power, and uh, for him now, it's just a matter of trying to make up for lost time as quickly as possible, and, and that's going to be a process that probably carries into the regular season. He's going to need to work on, on his timing at the plate for a while. You're probably going to see him uh, maybe get off to a slow start because of that. We've seen that before. Last year, he got off to a slow April. Uh, but the most important thing is that he's feeling good uh, and that, you know, all signs point to him being ready for, for opening day now. Um, you know, the Blue Jays will let him work out some of the kinks at the big league level as opposed to, uh, you know, having to go through minor leagues uh, to get that done. So it, it's not necessarily the ideal situation. You know, it would have been better if, if Encarnacion returned a couple of weeks ago and had more playing time under his belt. Uh, but more importantly than that uh, is the health and the fact that he's not feeling any pain and, and that strained oblique, and uh, he should be good to go for the start of the year. The Blue Jays still need to officially name a closer. Of course, Roberto Asuna and Drew Storen both there. Um, it's It seems like throughout the spring, neither guy has really stayed claim or, or won that job. It's just a matter of the team making a decision, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it's We've been calling it a competition, but it's not really a competition. I mean, and, and John Gibbons would be the first one to admit that it's not. They're not really basing the decision on on any kind of results down here. They, you know, they know enough about Drew Storen from his time with the Nationals. They saw firsthand what Roberto Osuna can do uh, last year in Toronto. Uh, I think it's just more of a, of a comfort level uh, than anything else. And I wouldn't be surprised if Storen ends up getting the job just because of the experience factor, and then they probably slot. Uh, Osuna into an eighth inning role but I mean the important thing to keep in mind here is it probably doesn't matter all that much I mean both guys are going to be required to get three outs each in high leverage situations there's going to be some nights where Osuna faces uh, uh, you know the heart of the order in the eighth inning and there'll be times when Storm faces uh, the bottom of the order in the ninth it's it, it, uh, it'll be kind of a, a you know a mashup of those two but as long as those two guys are the ones getting the final six out of the game six outs of the game more often than not the Blue Jays are going to be in good shape. All right, time to make some bold predictions. And, Gregor, I know we did this uh, earlier in the offseason, but now everything's kind of set with rosters and that sort of thing heading into the season. So uh, we got three bold predictions from you, and we'll start with a guy that we already talked about a little bit in this podcast, and that's Aaron Sanchez. And you are predicting a breakout season from Aaron Sanchez. 
Yeah, I really think the the time is now for him. And, you know, there's some development that still needs to take place with his secondary pitches, and uh, he's still working on a cutter. But I just think the potential is there for him to really break out. And I think that the Blue Jays really need that. He's kind of the wild card, in my opinion, on this entire team. And he might not spend the entire year in the rotation. It seems like he will be under a hard innings limit. Uh, But the fact is they're going to be able to probably get, if all things go well, 20 solid starts out of this guy at least before uh, they make a move in the second half of the year to the bullpen. And I just think he has the ability to be that impact arm. We saw flashes of it last year. Uh, during his stint as a starter, but there were too many com- control problems, and I just think he's been able to figure out some of those things. Uh, and as long as he can mix in uh, his curveball and throw that for strikes and keep it down in the zone, uh, he has the potential to be a dominant guy. And, you know, we spent this spring talking about how he's fighting for the fifth starter job, and that's what he was fighting for. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if, you know, a couple months from now we look at him as, as potentially the number two guy on this staff uh, behind Marcus Stroman. All right, and bold prediction number two, Michael Saunders will end up being the everyday left fielder on this team. Yeah, I think you know it's, it's probably a pretty big, bold prediction to say that Michael Saunders is, is going to be able to stay healthy and remain on the field. But, uh, you know, I really do think that he's another good candidate as, as a breakout player um, this season. You know, it does seem like the knee injury uh, is a thing of the past now, and the Jays can only hope that that's – uh, you know, how the case remains in, in the future as well. This is a guy who for the last two years really hasn't been able to play much at all, but we've seen the potential in the bat. Uh, you know, he's a guy with 20 home run potential, especially at Rogers Center. I think the Jays are going to get a lot more production out of left field uh, than they might otherwise have expected, and especially looking back at the production they got in left field at the start of last season, I think it's going to be a lot better than that. Um, so I think he's a guy who, who can be a breakout uh, candidate this year as well. And, and I think the Jays are going to be very uh, fortunate uh, and thankful in, in a couple months' time from now that they didn't end up uh, finalizing that deal with Cincinnati for Jay Bruce. I think Michael Saunders will be just fine in left field. Final bold prediction, Gregor, is that the Jays will win the American League East, defending their title from 2015. Yeah, and this is my sixth year covering the Blue Jays full-time down here and in spring training, and this is the first time I've, I've actually picked them to win the division. And I just look at how much better the bullpen that they have is this year compared to last year. Uh, obviously, the offense, we all know that's, that's going to be a strength. And the, the starting pitching isn't going to be a strength necessarily, but I think they have enough uh, to get the job done. And when you take a look around uh, the rest of the league, a lot of people want to talk about Boston, but even with the addition of David Price, I think there's too many question marks uh, on that pitching staff, and I don't think their offense is quite as good as the Blue Jays, not quite enough to, to maybe overcome some of those deficiencies. And then you also look at New York, they're only getting older. Uh, you know, Baltimore, I don't think, did enough this offseason to really be considered a, a serious contender in the AL East. And I think the Rays are a bit of a wild card. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year, but uh, I think the Jays are going to take the AL East. And, and I think it's going to be a situation where it also doesn't come down to the final week of the season where they have to do this. I think they're going to be in the driver's seat come August and early September, and, and the division uh, ultimately will end up with them. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition. Gregor Chisholm, thanks so much. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.